0: Three WHTs. After further review, got to play this music for you because I think Frank is about to go to the church.
1: Well, actually, well, well, I picture, I
0: could... picture David walking up to the pulpit to preach a sermon with this plague. And you you kind of jumped me, Frank. I had to get your mic on to make sure you get everything out there because I know yeah. you're gonna spit that fire, Frank. Also, by the way. Happy birthday to Frank! Then Frank, when was your birthday? August tenth. tenth it was Thursday. Thursday. Happy birthday!
2: Yeah, thank you guys.
0: Because you know most songs get muted if they're not copyrighted in some countries. You know, I usually I would play that uh Stevie Wonder for you.
1: That's all. That's 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 all right. I appreciate it i know we got rules and regulations oh thanks how you, a lot how you, aren't you 34
0: 35 35 what 35 the big three five what you got planned bro well are you, are you going anywhere with some women i just met up with a few friends thursday night just what'd you guys do
1: Yeah, just threw back a couple drinks see uh no honey no henny. Ah, wasn't available where I was at. Where, where would you go, Pete's Garage? No, I just went to the Ida Tavern. The I did, t- I did, ha- I did have uh, my favorite tequila though. What was
0: your Don Julio Patron? A Patron, but why don't they have Henny? I thought that you- Frank take that. And- <laughs> well, take you. take it up with the people that run the place. But I heard you run Ida. I, I heard not, every no, play, no, no. every time I talk to somebody, they know Frank Vashner. Well, just because they know me, that doesn't mean I run the place. Because I met, and I told you off air, I met someone, uh, Kaysen's mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tiffany. Tiffany Bible. And she religiously loves you. (laughs) A lot of people in Bedford do. Right. Exactly. And you're known in Ida, so I would figure, we've talked about this before, how you like the Hennessy. Which I will. I will. I will. I I, let's just let me just provide a little
1: context. I do hit the Henny once in a while, not like JR Smith. But that
0: bar should have Henny on deck for Frank Bachelor.
1: But look, I would probably be about the only person uh, that would. I don't think they would really
0: profit much. Why wouldn't they profit much? Is that that's the bar where no one really drinks it?
1: Yeah. Small 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 town country bar. I mean, look if I was in if I was at the let's say if I was at one of the casino bars, mm-hmm. I know they got it. Hit mm-hmm. mm-hmm. or shoot, probably other place in the big city. But again i I didn't really have to go. I didn't really go out of the town. It's kind it's kind of coming at a busy time of the year for me with football preseason and whatnot. Right, right. Not because I'm busy with uh, clinics meetings. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I th- I think you just I think I just got dust in my face from you blowing the dust off the old bit. <laughs> Me you and
0: Hennessy. That's a great, actually kidding. a great bit, actually, to be quite I honest still
1: with you. Th- I still think that would have been something to use when discussing J.R. Smith. Yeah, awesome.
0: Greg Saylor said happy belated birthday to Thanks, you. Thanks, Greg. And I think he tipped some Hennessy as well to you. And David the Man of God Harris is on the phone lines. Did you uh, uh, drink some Hennessy as well for his 35th birthday.
2: No, Hennessy is, you know, for a young man's game, I'm more of the single malt scotch, but I did four out of four.
0: Wait wait, so. wait, 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 You drink scotch? Yep. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Drink the good stuff. I, 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 I've never had scotch. I don't see David the Man of God Harris drinking scotch. Maybe Colt forty-five. Kind of... <laughs> I thought I thought David was more of a cracking guy. Yeah, I, I thought maybe you were more of Maker's Mark or you know. Hey, ma-
1: hey nothing wrong with Maker's
0: Mark. Nothing wrong with that. But I didn't really see you as a Scotch guy. Like, give me a Scotch. Yeah, oh, Scotch
2: sorry. neat, single, maybe double.
0: Um, When'd you get into yeah, Scotch? Because I, I know when you were in Toledo, here at the University of Toledo, you weren't into Scotch. You were more in a natty light. Um, no, I.
2: I've never touched Natty Nolly in my life. No, oh. no Bud, no Bud Light, no American stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, good. it was really grabful. That I Put got your the in the air. Scotch game, Scotch. Okay. I got so
1: if you weren't into American, what about uh, what about? So you were into imports then?
2: Yeah, I did. I did
1: mostly like IPA back in the day. Right. Oh, um, hey, nothing wrong with an IPA. Then, that's
0: that's, but to me, that's something you sit down, you have a nice steak dinner with. That's true. That is true. You do have a nice steak dinner on here. Yeah. And like I said, welcome back to eighty-eight point three WTS. After further review, we're back in the studio. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. It's real hot outside. Woo. But uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about this conference realignment. But we just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Oh, out thank there. you, fellas. And, and uh, I didn't know you were thirty-five. I thought you were twenty-three. Actually. <laughs> Derek,
1: how long have you and I been doing this show together? Over 10 years, actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so, well, when you, when when you started, you were 18, right? No, I, I was uh I was, uh
1: I was 25
0: when I started. Oh, you were? Yep. Oh, okay. I, I, th- no, I but I was also an older one as well. And you know, like I said, you There we go. You
1: guys
0: see, you can at least play the instrumental and yes. not get threatened with legal action. Exactly. exactly. But as you guys know, that's Stevie Wonder with Happy Birthday to you. Happy Birthday to you. Yeah, now that's the only time I'll really, really sing to you or anything like that. Uh-huh. But like I said, we wanted to give you that shout out right there for you.
1: Yeah, let's uh, see. <laughs> well, it looks like we got a lot more comments. Oh, we do. Yes, who, who, who? Cody
0: Stanfield is tuned in. Cody's the the better, right? He likes to gamble and he likes. course. Yeah, he, I think he was. Wanting. Does he go to the Ida Tavern with you?
1: No, he's pretty much because he works in Toledo. Oh, he does. Last he time he was in Ida, he was uh, hey he was actually um, he had to uh, he got asked to umpire a softball game and he turned to me for advice. So I had to steer him in the right direction. I told him him don't be. Don't be quick with your calls. Be confident.
0: Yeah, yeah that's good. That's, 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 that's really good advice. So, Cody's out there. He, he likes to get on uh, FanDuel and all those stuff and yeah. try to ask us for the bets, the bets, the bets. But he likes coolers, though. Um, who else is on there?
1: Well, we mentioned, well, Craig was already in, so. Those are the only
0: two we got comments from Yeah, hey, right you now. said it was a whole bunch of people.
1: I saw, well, I saw like five comments. I'm like, okay, so I
0: know it was more than just Greg. Oh, so okay, I don't know Greg what. Saylor. He's with Friday Night Victory. No, him. he's with Henny. Blissfield like, High like School. You so oh, he's people. What'd you say, David?
2: He's got that handy in him. He okay. can only see, you know, 30 people when there's only two on the call. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: the J.R. Smith effect. Nah. Now Greg Saylor's with Blissfield, right? Yes, High he's a he's an assistant coach with their football team at Blissfield. Yes, okay. And that that blue hat is for Blissfield, right? Yeah, the Carolina the, the blue. Legion, the lead, the Legion Squad. And Blissfield's girls went to state finals, right? Yes, they okay. did. Okay, that's a tough one to Hemlock. Yeah, the the, the town where you can't go over thirty five miles per hour. If you go thirty six, they're pulling you over for speeding. That's what you do when you try to get down to Adrian. All right, fellas. So now we're getting into up. Why don't you like this is college football? What is going on with now college football? Where you, you don't know who's playing for who, and it looks like almost like a professional setup here, and it's also affecting the other sports. Go ahead, Frank. Get it off your chest.
1: Well, I mean, I've made it clear on this show and other times and talk to you guys that I don't mind conference realignment. It's when it gets when it starts pulling doing this whole geographic nonsense. That's where it starts to become a problem because, for one, you on uh, it all harkens back to when the Big Ten decided to add USC and UCLA. They're thinking, "Oh, we're gonna get a foothold in the LA market because we're already in New York, Washington D.C., Chicago. Oh, we'll have a presence there." But there, but of course, now you're basically taking SC and UCLA and having to make them fly. Out to State College, Columbus,
0: and um, the opposite, Rutgers. All yeah,
1: Rutgers has to go from Piscataway, New Jersey, to LAX. I mean, I mean, football. It's not necessarily a horrible thing because football plays once a week, of course, but. With that I do caution that we wow. may start seeing
0: games played on more than just Saturday. Well, think about it though, in the NFL that west coast to east coast really hurts a lot of teams. Usually the eastern coast teams that usually go out early. Go continue though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you have you have that to consider too is your Well, prob- the Big
0: 10, don't they already play on Friday nights?
1: Uh There are times where they where it's pretty much once in a great while. I mean, I do I don't mean to blow more dust off of stuff, but I remember a time where you, me, and David talked about the Big Ten playing a lot more Friday night games and how everyone was in an uproar over it because Friday night's are reserved for high school football. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with us being in Ohio, oh, we know how big of a deal high school football is. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Southeast Michigan as well, it's getting to be a big deal. I mean, David being from Western Pennsylvania... That's a big deal there as well. Also, you don't want to be taken away from those kids who want their time to shine. So what's it, what does it mean? Do you start seeing Big Ten Thursday night action? Which, mm-hmm. I mean, I know that happens first week of the year. Here they'll play a Thursday night game just to kick things off, which is all well and good. Mm-hmm. But something that happens on a regular basis, I mean, you're also kind of going against... Thursday NFL's Thursday Night Football. Oh, even though sometimes those games could be complete
0: dog crap. Thursday Night Football is awful.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: awful. And I think I, I really think that college needs to keep it on Saturdays. It's we talked about this. I think it's doable for for college football. I do the other sport and college basketball. It can work. The other sports, not. Now, Muffet McGraw did get on Twitter and say that maybe college football should break away from the NCAA. Well, still be part of the NCAA, but kind of do their own structure. And then other then you can still keep the conferences for basketball, because it doesn't make sense for the other sports, basketball, baseball, all of them to do all that travel, non-revenue sports. That, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It, needs, it needs to stay regional. Um, it could be like MAC. Wrestling, where you you know, there's not too many schools in the MAC that have wrestling programs, so they kind of have to expand just a little bit, but they still try to keep it within regions. Um, but yeah, it, it's starting to get to the point where it is a little bit of greed. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think what what the end game is going to be is football is going to end up going their own way. I think you're going to see the what is. A de facto split between the Power Five and the Group of Five become um, a split, uh, pretty much split de jure. I'm, it's going to be official. Oh, all these Power Five teams are going to be have their have their own division. It might be a pod system of how they schedule. Well, who and what and whatnot. It might also mean the end of a lot of. Rivalries, because I think you may, you're probably going to only be able to have one protected rivalry. How so?
0: Why? Why would it get rid of the rivalries?
1: Well, if you're, well, I th- I think for example, like I've, I think one that it will be protected always is Michigan Ohio State. Michigan, yeah, you're not Michigan gonna,
0: State won't go away.
1: Uh, I mean, I I want to believe
0: that. Why would it, Why would it go away?
1: Well, because you're going to have to be able to fit in. Playing other teams, I mean, you're not going to play everybody. Obviously, you can't play everybody every year. But, I mean, maybe you have a rotating basis. Let's say you're you're West Coast teams that you're going to play. I mean, this is a complete hypothetical scenario. Let's say one year you're going to play Oregon. The next year you play Washington. And then the following year you play SC, UCLA. Makes sense,
0: but where does that make it end up where Michigan State and Michigan don't play each other, though?
1: Well, what? Well. How Are you going to rotate in the other teams as well? Because now you're going to, unless you're going to end up expanding to a 16-game regular season.
0: No, you can still keep it the same. There's just certain, I mean, let's face it, Michigan, Michigan State, you got to keep that rivalry. But does Michigan, Michigan State have to play Rutgers every year? No. Do they have to play Nebraska every year? No. Do they um, have to really play USC and UCLA every year? Mm, no. well, that's,
1: well, that's what I said. Some of those teams you just kind of have on a rotational right, basis. Right, you have them
0: on a rotational basis. So even though you have them on a rotational basis, that doesn't mean that Michigan-Michigan State rivalry is going to be gone. I think the, the rivalries will always be there. It's just that certain schools that you don't really have any relationship with, you're not going to be playing.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you might see, like, some of those, those third, like, Third tier, those third tier rivalries, like Michigan State, Penn State, or Michigan State, Indiana, uh, where you have
0: a rivalry I trophy. That. I could see if it's a, a rival, Michigan State and Indiana have a rivalry trophy. Yeah, the old brass spittoon. Hmm. Uh. But how much of that has been really a rivalry, though? I mean, it's just, it's just more. I didn't even know they had the, the brass platoon. The old brass platoon. And they don't even talk about that rivalry on the Big Ten networks. That that, that, is that really even a rivalry, though?
1: I mean, technically it is.
0: When was the just, last time Indiana beat Michigan State when your grandfather was in this? No, Minnesota?
1: it was actually last year. And... I'd rather not talk about that game because there the was brass some brass. The old
0: brass platoon. Is there any pictures of this? Yes, I mean, I, I mean, I, nobody what, talks about that. Let but let me. But you can I still will still even go it. ahead and look it up right now. I think the the, the core of the Big Ten will stay together. The, now, obviously, there's certain teams that you know you're going to play Washington. You know, no. That might be a rotating every year. One year you go out to Washington, take a year off. Then the next year Washington comes to their home. You know, there's ways to get around it. David, your thoughts? Well, like the hair. By the, the way, the brass. There it is. The, something that you spit in. Yeah, the, <laughs> that's yeah. childish. <laughs> Oh well, hey, if you, you think that was something, Michigan
1: State, and Penn State play for the Land Grant Trophy. Wait a minute, when did this start happening?
0: Don't let you, Jesus, that was Dover. Now the, this, nah, you talk about conference realignment, then we're getting the ridiculous to all the to old, to old rivalry trophies. Oh, wait, 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 But Michigan State, Penn State, Penn State has only been in the Big Ten for only about thirty years. What since nineteen
2: ninety four? Yeah, so well, were I'm they here. playing
0: for it way before then?
1: That. Well, because both are land grant institutions, mm-hmm. and that's what they play for—the land grant. That's
0: what the it's. I don't. I don't really think it looks like much. No, but okay. But I think they'll keep that. But who does Michigan State and Northwestern? You don't really need that
1: game. No, although although I will admit that Michigan and Northwestern actually have a rivalry trophy. It, it Michigan ha- and Northwestern. What is it? I mean, I didn't even know about this until a couple of years ago. I think it's... I forget what it is. I'm going to have to look it up.
0: David, your thoughts?
2: I just think with this whole realignment thing, obviously, we know that money... I mean, First of all, we know the college football rules 90% of collegiate athletics because that's where the big money uh, revenue yes. generators are year to year. But I, I think it's always crazy for me just kind of thinking about how like we're taking distance into a factor. As if like yes, the extreme from flying from LA to say if you're playing a Rutgers flying into Newark. Okay, yes, that's a five hour you know, five hour flight direct. But it's not as though in conference there aren't teams that have to do distances. When West Virginia got uh, moved to the Big 12. They had to fly to Texas for the longest time in the Big East. Boston College in Miami, they're in the same conference. So you're flying from Miami to Boston. Yes, it's not a five-hour flight, but that's still a significant distance. Maybe not across time zones, but that's still a lot of traveling. Kind of all these reasons that people are saying that it's bad for USC and UCLA specifically, there are a lot of conferences that have done this and there's fine and no one's complaining. Like we didn't hear anyone saying, Oh my gosh, the flight from Boston to Miami is gonna take so long. That's true. You know, what about what about the players that have to do school, schoolwork, the head coach from Missouri, like saying, you know, thinking about the health of the kids and like his mentality thinking that the world is still geared around student athletes when it's really athlete student now. Um, But yeah, like it it happens. Realignment has happened. It happened to the Big East, the conference that I'm familiar with, and just adjust. Maybe the Pac-12 goes to kind of a basketball only, or they bring in, say, teams from the West Coast Conference if they want to deal with exclusively maintaining that Pacific Coast west of the Rockies. But every conference has had to go through its highs and lows. You, right now, it just happened to be you're losing your big cash cows. And yes, that caused a big influx because you see USC-UCLA leave, and then you have opportunities for the Big Ten. Um, and then on top of all of that, how many of us really respected the Pac-12 as a Power 5 conference anyway? Mm-hmm. Like, how how much of us are really paying attention to what's happening on the West Coast? How many of us are staying up late to watch an Oregon State-Stanford football game? Not many. Not many. Well, right, I, and sure. this West
0: Coast in general, for West Coast sports, the East, East Coast, you, people got go to, go to go to bed. But then again, even though it's on the weekend, but people do tune out if it's a weaker mm-hmm. Pac-12 game. But that also got, yeah. got destroyed because... The 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 Rose Bowl is no longer the Big Ten versus Pac twelve or back then Pac ten where you know if you were in Big Ten country you kind of kept an eye on the the Pac ten especially if you were Michigan Ohio State the people that were always at the top trying to win the conference but now with that subsided you're right not many people are paying attention to the Pac twelve
1: well kind of something that David added in. And I, the Pac-12 is not going to be like a basketball-only conference, from what the information I've gathered. the The schools that are left over are Wazoo, Oregon State, Cal, Stanford. Her, I know that the ace there has apparently been conversations with the ACC about Cal and Stanford. Again, that just it's speaks. on live
0: support. Uh, that, that report it's, came out on ESPN. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. Well, to
1: go, well, I don't think it should because that's just purely nonsensical. And then uh, there's also been chatter about those four main schools join the Mountain West Conference. It could be. I mean that. I mean that would make the most sense. I mean it's going to be. It's probably going to be somewhat of a step down, in branding, but. Mm-hmm. Truth, but truthfully, you get, lay like, somebody like Oregon State. I think they could probably run that. They could probably dominate the Mountain West in football.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I me, mean, you can. Obviously, he probably means no more civil war with Oregon. Why is that? At the end of the year, it could. I mean, if they do it, it's going to be early in the year. Or
0: it could be earlier in the year. I mean, UTBG they've moved it. I think sometimes. And certain schools, I think, like UTBG, the rivalry should be earlier in the year. Now, obviously, with them being the the upper level pack, you know, the the Pac twelve and Power Five schools, fans actually go when it's really cold outside. But sometimes, just getting a change of scenery and making the rivalry game uh earlier might be a little bit better. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, if Oregon. And Oregon State have a bad year by the end of the year. A lot of people aren't interested in that rivalry game. But if you kind of put it at the beginning or the, the middle of the year, there's still hope.
1: Yeah. So, and then also the um, Michigan and Northwestern, they compete for the George Jewett Trophy. It's, the, you know, it's a little too much. Yeah, it's named, it's actually, the it's actually named for an African American play, the first, it's the first rivalry trophy name for an African American player in FBS history. Jewett was also the first African American player at both schools and in the Big Ten Taun- Conference as a
0: whole. Hmm, that makes sense.
1: And if you want to see said trophy, is it a picture of him? There it
0: is. Wow, nice. That's a nice. That's a nice
1: trophy. Yeah, it's, it only can, It only they only started doing it a couple of years ago, right? So it's fairly recent. Anything and, else? So uh, but I th- I, mean, I think also it's the I mean David mentioned nobody stays up watches the Pac twelve after dark unless you're a complete junkie. <laughs> I mean there may have been times I did it at times but obviously with having to be to work on Sunday mornings I don't get to. Oh
0: you know, so Con- I- Cody said conference realignment seems like a Big Ten attempt to catch the SEC. <sighs> I don't I don't really see that. I, I think it's, I mean, think about it. I've, I've heard that in the conference, everyone get, if you are signed up to the TV deal that they have, almost each team gets $70 million. And yeah. we talked about the Pac-12's TV deal was awful.
1: Yeah, because I, I think when Larry Scott first uh, made the deal, he had it in place for... I think 10 years, which was a little bit, which everyone said was way too long. Mm-hmm. You can't, you got to allow for at least to have an out after so many years. Right. You always do that. Because the, the Big Ten's, Ten's d- previous deal, not their, not their new one that's going to take a place this year, mm-hmm. Here, that one, I think, went into effect in, I want to say, 2016? Mm-hmm. Because I think that's, I think it was either sixteen or seventeen when they started. Uh, I think I think it was sixty. They started putting more games on Fox and mm-hmm. Fox Sports One. And they started getting more back on here and there. Here, so it was basically a seven-year deal. And now this new one where they're on NBC, Fox, CBS, and streaming on Paramount Plus and Peacock. That's a that's a seven-year deal, Hill, and so, and I think also the, the, the amount of money you get for it, I mean, Big Ten's cutting you $70, $80 million checks, I mean, the new, they, I heard that the newer schools aren't going to get as much of a cut of that at first, maybe mm-hmm. it's because of exit fees or whatnot, right. uh, but I think they said in long term it's going to help them at least balance it out. And, of course, the other thing people mention is, yeah, you'll get the you eventually be getting $100 million checks cut to you from the conference, from the TV networks,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but how much of that money goes to the players?
0: No. Not one red cent. Do you know that for sure? Can it be funneled through scholarships? Do you know that? Well, I'm not saying it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not N- saying NIL it. Deals?
1: Well, I mean, the, that, that that to me is, that's a whole different ball of wax.
0: I mean, if you really think about it, college football as we know it is going to be different. Why? Because now you're almost treating the players like professionals. You're, you're paying them. And now everything's big money, not to mention nowadays, if you want to get an athlete, it's more than just traditional football power. What can you do for me to get to the league? What can you do for me now financially? These schools gotta get that money some kind of way. I mean, now obviously NIL deals don't have nothing to do with the schools, but let's be honest here. You know, you got the donors or the or or the, the boosters that have the big businesses that say, well, we can come in here and support you and offer you this deal. You know, some of them are gonna be want to be reimbursed. What if the athlete doesn't turn out the way you think the athlete was gonna turn out? I mean, this is what this is what happens. It opens a, it opened up a, a, a can of worms that you probably didn't want.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, I, and I've made that known on these airwaves that uh, that NCA basically they wasn't going to regulate it, and now we've got uh, other schools that are get seemingly getting richer and richer with it, and then others who find out it's not working out. See Texas A and M coming up crying. Mm-hmm. Help me, I'm poor. Even though they're not. Ooh, ooh,
0: okay. I, see, I feel you. Okay, I see.
1: Yeah, it's. But I think. But I think also, this is what is. It's also a product of what happens when you let the TV networks run the show.
0: Well, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem right there. Is the TV because you don't. You don't the have. The a, you
1: don't have a central governing body. I mean the the NCAA is powerless in terms of this. True. They they're not the the adults in the room aren't stepping up and saying, "Hey, this is the way it's going to be." Hey, a hey, period, amen, hallelujah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And truly, I think what the I mean, I've said, what I think the end game is going to be is you're going to see all the Power 5 schools those form pretty much their own own subdivision mm-hmm. and altogether her and it may end up being kind of it's basically going to be like the NFL I mean these kids want to get paid like they're professionals well guess what you're going to work like professionals now kids
0: yeah and I and I think that's sad because you're not a professional just yet that's what, yeah that's what you want you don't you, you know what I'm saying you you, you still want to enjoy stuff and I don't think that's going to happen yeah but
1: we shall we shall see where a lot of this goes, and I know. Oh, in the coming weeks, we'll take a look at our conferences. I will have a few things to say about who I think wins what, mm-hmm. but that'll that'll come that will come next week. Ooh, okay. There's your teaser. All right,
0: David. Final thoughts. Yeah.
2: I won't tease. Michigan's going to win the Big Ten, mm-hmm. but probably won't make the playoff because it's going to be three or two SEC teams. So because you're saying it's going to be the, the SEC football. Big
1: Ten Invitational?
2: N- N- maybe. Don't, don't be surprised if an ACC team ends up in that top four. I'm not going to say which one. But I wouldn't be surprised if the ACC finally gets over the hump and actually has a respectable showing. No, no, not Notre Dame. Notre Dame doesn't count.
1: <laughs> well, not not to continue striking of a certain deceased act wide, but this is—it's basically going to come to the point where Notre Dame is going to have to join a conference. How so? <laughs> if it gets to the end game scenario that I said, hmm. head—they're going to have to. Otherwise, they're going to be left out,
0: out in the cold.
2: Because
0: they've got NBC, so they're good. Yeah. Well, then again, like I said, could could college football just go do, do the Notre Dame route and just go independent and then have the other comp, sports and conferences? Because, in, 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 you know, in, Notre Dame's independent, and they do have a deal where they have to play some ACC teams. because yeah, so technically they're independent, technically they're not. Yeah, because they're in the ACC
1: for, could for basketball. A, could that be a? Could that be a? Could that be an option?
0: Could it be going that way? Where you know what? We're going to get rid of the conferences. You just go independent. But here's some here here's some stipulations. Some of you schools that you already have rivals rivalries with, keep those, and then play whoever you want. Because this is, here's the thing where I, I I've kind of figured it out, and 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 Kyle Kyle hurt kind of get me hip to this. The TV people want. Games that are great from noon to midnight on Saturdays. They don't want any duds. They kind of want to eliminate, and I guess it could be a good thing because we do complain about it on this show. When when the SEC teams play a Sun Belt team, or they just hand the team the check for them to get slaughtered. A lot of TV companies don't want those games. They want it where every week it's action packed because what's the most um. I would say the most wanted television. Do you guys know? Most wanted television? Most wanted television that makes money and all the networks want it. Streaming, everybody wants it. Apple TV? No. Oh, yeah, that's what the well, Pac 12 tried to do.
2: Or probably YouTube TV.
0: No. Peacock? We're not thinking of companies. What is an entity? That everyone's trying to get the cash grab for. Ooh, damn. It's right there in your face. Streaming? You're getting closer, but no. Damn. Because <laughs> it doesn't expire.
1: The internet. No. Damn. <laughs>
0: It's something that the networks this is the reason why they stay they hash out money for this this is the reason why they're going for this this is the reason why they're going after football
1: man yeah, man I'm draw I'm drawing a blank David you David got, anything? got anything
2: no no because the only thing keep is yeah with this current generation current generation it's um yeah being able to stream being able to get Amazon, Google, like all these kind of third not third party, but um kind of bigger brands I'll tell you what it is. Which,
0: you know. Live sports. That's what they want. It makes big money. Why? Because people get tired of reruns. I already seen this. Think about it. People binge watch a show, they're done with it, they put it away. Do they ever really go back and watch all the shows again? Mm, no. They go back and watch maybe two or three of their favorite shows of a season. But live sports, it's gimme, 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 gimme. Now, especially with betting, now ESPN has now got ESPN Bet or something like that. They took over Barstool Sports. No,
1: they took, they took over Penn Gaming. Penn,
0: Penn Gaming, that's right. Yeah. But they will have ESPN Betting at the casinos. Yeah. It's gimme, 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 gimme. gimme. You don't know what the results, well, I guess some people would say it could be fixed, but you don't know what the results are going to be for live sports. And if I can put a whole bunch of live sports and keep you entertained, for 12 hours, it makes a lot of money. And that's what ESPN and all these networks are trying to do. You know, and That's why I said I don't think there's going to be a lot of times where they're going to have different days of football. Obviously, you're not going to do Sunday because you don't want to compete with the NFL. You're not going to do Thursday. You don't want to compete with the NFL. They might trickle in some on Friday because I don't think they care about high school sports. But Saturday is the meat grinder. And don't be surprised if they push the games back earlier. From 10 to probably 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, they want you to go and get your favorite beverage and some snacks and sit on that damn couch for over almost 16 hours. Mm -hmm. And you just watch. Money, 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 money. money. That's what it is. Live TV is the the, the new thing that they want because they know it costs – because people get involved, self-involved. Think about it. Now with sports betting and everything, you have an interest to watch the games. But who's going to watch the Duds? Let's just be honest. Nobody wants to watch Alabama versus Toledo if Toledo ever played Alabama. Now us as UT fans, we all oh, cool, cool. But we already know. Like Ohio State versus Toledo, it was interesting. First part of the first quarter, they scored a touchdown. But then it just got became a blowout and people lose interest. They want your eyeballs from... The opening kickoff till the end, if it goes into overtime or whatever that may be. So this is what's going on. It's forcing teams for their, what is it, 12-week schedule to have nothing but hitters.
1: Yeah. And then, and one, one other thing I will add, I, I think I may have said this uh, a few weeks back. The whole st- games that are exclusively streamed on Paramount Plus or Peacock, you're locked into those, mm-hmm. so I mean you can't you can't like channel stuff around because there's de- there's days where I might be why wa- I might be watching the game and I'll be like okay I'm gonna jump around check all this out of I me mean, I can I can do that with YouTube TV because I that's what I have if I can hop around on my computer my phone uh, watch different games names mm-hmm. easily while staying in the same app I mean if you're because case in point when uh, Toledo was playing at Notre Dame a couple years ago. That game was exclusively on Peacock. Mm-hmm. So you either had to, if you wanted to watch that, you had to pretty much get out of whatever service you were using or mm-hmm. thing, log in, wait for it to load up, and then it's on, and you probably missed a lot.
2: Right. True.
0: Yeah. Anything else? Well,
1: that'll do it. And next week, uh, we'll pre, we'll, pre, we'll preview conferences or what's left of them.
0: Huh? That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, David, what you got coming up for us, AFC or NFC North?
2: We'll start with the NFC North. And this is a prized new team at the bottom of the division.
0: Mm-hmm. That surprised me. What Green Bay? Maybe. <laughs> well, Chicago was last last year, so you can't you can't use them. Oh yeah. And Detroit's been last before that, so that leaves the Minnesota and Green Bay.
2: Oh, well, the record predictions are fresh off the press, so mm-hmm. we'll see on the flip side of this commercial break.
0: Yeah, that's true. Listen to eighty-eight point three WG's after further review, David the Man got Harris coming back with the nfc north preview back after this